We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. After practicing indoors yesterday because of some rain and lightning in the St. Joe area, the Chiefs were back outside today. And among a lot of the highlights that we'll show you here in a little bit, we also got our first look at Carlos Dunlap in a Chiefs uniform. How'd he do? What'd he do? And what'd he do after practice, most importantly? We'll tell you all about it and everything else that went down today at Chiefs camp today on KCSN Update. It's Thursday, August 4th. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. All right, we got to talk about Isaiah Pacheco and what we're seeing from the Chiefs rookie seventh round pick out of Rutgers. Now, he had some fantastic plays on Thursday. It was just a few days after Chiefs assistant head coach and special teams coordinator Dave Tobe said that Pacheco's the top kick returner right now. And that's talking about a deep running backs room that we've talked about already with Clyde edwards helaire Ronald Jones, Jarek McKinnon, Pacheco, Derek Gore, who flashed last year, and Tayon Fleet Davis. They generally keep just three running backs on the roster, maybe four this year. Let us know in the comments who you think they'll keep. And while you're down there, go ahead and like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Now, our guys, Charles Goldman, will have a feature on Pacheco tomorrow in our daily newsletter. Make sure to check that out. But first, a quick word from our partner at DraftKings. Football fans, DraftKings changed the fantasy game forever in 2012, and now they're doing it again. And that's with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game. The new shot to win millions in prizes. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Playing Rainmakers football is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player cards of the biggest name in the game through regular drops and auctions. Each week, craft your lineup of athletes from your NFT collection and rack up points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like you would in regular daily fantasy football. The next generation of fantasy sports is almost here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now and sign up with promo code KCSN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in so you can be ready for the next drop. Play free for millions in prizes all football season and build the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers football. That's promo code KCSN and that's only at DraftKings. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. All right, our top story of the day, Carlos Dunlap has arrived and was on the field for the Chiefs on Thursday. The 33-year-old veteran defensive lineman has been consistent at getting after the passer in his career, racking up 96 career sacks. We've been talking about what he's going to do for the Chiefs defense. This guy has had no fewer than six sacks in any season over the past decade. That's 10 years of having at least six sacks, six sacks in each of those seasons. And for the Chiefs, who finished dead last in the AFC in sacks as a team last year with just 31, six sacks would have actually had been for the second most on the team behind only Chris Jones. But a healthy and improved Frank Clark, plus rookie George Karloftis, who has looked fantastic thus far, with Jones and another rookie and Leo Chanel, who may be a fun piece for Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo to move around, there's reason for optimism about the Chiefs' pass rush heading into 2022 compared to what we saw last year. Now, the Chiefs were in shorts on Thursday, and so we didn't see a ton from Dunlap on the field. But based on what we've heard from Coach Reed, they'll bring Dunlap along pretty slowly with the goal of just making sure that he's ready to go by that week one game on September 11th against the Arizona Cardinals. This guy's been in the league for a very long time. He knows how to get ready for a season. And hopefully he can keep up that consistency that we've seen throughout his career and add to the Chiefs pass rush and hopefully help them get back to another Super Bowl. But here's what Dunlap had to say today after practice. What were some of the main factors of... Um great opportunity with a great organization what they've done the last few years playing against them on the other side of the ball I wanted to add what I you know my specialties to it and we felt like we had mutual interest there were a couple other teams and then obviously you know these last week or so thing ever since camp started things heated up um, but I liked what I heard from the Chiefs that's why I came out here to meet with them in person to see how I fit see how they would use me see how I would contribute see if it was a fit and I'm here. So. I didn't, well, with the offers and stuff, they weren't down there at the same time. I think they were in OTAs when the first offer came. So I didn't really get that, but I had trained with them. We had worked out together, did all our stuff, you know, normal individually, you know, not knowing that I was going to be a chief. So when I was here, when I got here today, he's like, we didn't even know this was going to be a real thing. Both of them pretty much said that. So it's kind of cool that we already got to know each other a little bit this off season because we've been working together. Uh, patience, you know, this is my 13th year. I've done it. Um, 13, well, 12 different ways. Um, so I wanted to make sure I made an educated decision and went with the team, you know, where, you know, um, there was, you know, mutual interest in, you know, my ability to play and how I'll be used and the opportunity to win. Cause at this point, you know, um, I've done a lot of football. One of the things I have not done is, you know, I haven't got over a hundred sacks. I haven't won a playoff game and I haven't clearly won a Super Bowl. So, those are things that I would like to do at this point in my career, and I'm in hot pursuit, and I feel like this team gives me a, a great opportunity, the best opportunity to do it. So my routine. So that's one of the big things that I'm trying to establish and figure out here. Today was the first day. So uh, I contributed to my, my routine, um, my work ethic, um, my team that helps with my routine. So I got to find all the people here, delegate those tasks, and just get a routine and rhythm going. The opportunity to play, and every down, um, obviously we'll be rolling because we got a young bull, first round pick who has a lot of talent, sky's the limit for him. Um, so the opportunity to play in every down, you know, at this point in my career, because I've been a closer in so many games and have 96 sacks in my career, uh, you know, they try to correlate, you know, with being older, taking down your snaps, but um, um, 
featuring you in passion situations, but I like to eat in <laughs> and wherever you put on the table. You know, I like, I like a, what is the word? Yeah, I like, first, I mean, I could say it just like that. Yeah, first and second downs are just as important to me as third down. Obviously, I've done many things on third down, closed many games on third down, but I feel like uh, if you impact the game early on first and second down, you can put the game away even sooner. And uh, clearly, these guys have lit, lit up the scoreboard many and one time. So look forward to contributing my strengths to what they have. Getting over 100 puts me, what, in the top, I think I need 103 to get in the top. 50-something or 40-something. So I want to shrink that down to at least get to, you know, maybe top 25, 32. So 100 is a big milestone that I will, you know, enjoy and celebrate and be proud of. But four sacks on the year is not my goal. I, was, I you know, try to average eight. He said six the last few years, but I try to average eight a year. Um, and I want to go for more than that, obviously. And I put my money where my mouth is with the deal we did, structured it that way for, you know, the incentives to increase it. That's a tough question you should ask me in a couple of days because I'm still learning the defense. I was up to about midnight last night trying to catch up on the install. I believe there are, you know, a few installs ahead of me. I got two or three of them in yesterday, but today will be the day that I'm going to uh, get with Coach one-on-one -on -one and get through it. You know, obviously, you know, it's camp, so there's a lot of things, moving parts going on. Haven't had opportunity yet to sit and just go through it with them. So we're going to do that. So, you know, give me a little bit of time to answer that question. That was another thing. Uh, that showed the importance of, you know, them wanting me to get here because it's obviously camp. I landed at, what, 10.30, got here at like 11.30, and the whole staff was here. They had all the all the um, things that I wanted to get answered question. Each one of them spent time, spent time with Coach Reed one-on-one eating pizza. Then we went in there with Spags and Coach Cullen, watched some tape, um, basically showed me where I would be, the defense they run, how they call it, his rhythm, and I liked where I fit. So, you know, that morning I signed. Yeah, so clearly that, that night was worth it to them and worth it to me, and clearly them taking that initiative to do it in camp, knowing, you know, it's early days. Like today I was woke, woken up at 6, six in the morning for a drug test, and, you know, I didn't have to be up till 9. So, you know, I know they have early mornings, so that was pretty dope for them to take that time to answer my questions and take that initiative to, you know, get me here. I definitely have looked at the schedule. Um, Russ is my guy. There's no personal vendetta versus him, but he's on the other side. So I have a job to do just as well as he does. But there's a lot of things on that schedule that I liked and played into my decision as well. So looking forward to getting after it. I came up in a different game. Um, I didn't have the greatest vets, you know, in my day because, you know, hazing and all that wasn't exactly illegal or frowned upon. It was encouraged. <laughs> so, um, uh, for me, for him, I think the uh, best thing I can give him is, you know, my perspective from experience and try to add to what he already does well. Clearly, he was a first-round pick. I wasn't. So he has something that they saw that they like and they see the potential in him. So I would like to give him whatever tool that I can from my perspective to help him unlock what he already does well. I'm not trying to change him to me. You know, I'm here to – I got a job to do. You know, they already told me what my role will be and, you know, helping grooming him and helping all the young players along the way is – Part of why I understand, you know, my role is at this point in my career, as well as winning and closing games along with them. All right. Now, if you remember last week when we had when Dunlap signed, we had Brandon Thorne of Trench Warfare on this show to talk about Dunlap. And one of the things that Brandon mentioned was that Dunlap last year had played less than 40%. I think it was less than like 35% of the snaps uh, for Seattle last year, but was very effective 
on those snaps. And based on what we just heard from Dunlap, he wants to be more than just a situational pass rusher. So that's going to be something to watch as the season progresses. And you've got veterans like Dunlap and Frank Clark and how they kind of mix up all of those snaps. But let's watch some of the top plays now from Monday after hearing from from Dunlap. Well, I should rephrase that. This isn't a highlight right here, but this is worth noting if you go out to camp. Injured players, they do not have a lot of fun working off to the side with the strength coaches. Uh, These guys want to get back on the field uh, when they're over there as fast as they can because the workouts they put these guys through during practice are not a whole lot of fun. All right, one player's name we haven't heard from much this year compared to last year is second-year tight end Noah Gray. Probably has something to do with Jody Fortson standing out, although Jody Fortson's injured now, so Noah Gray's getting some more reps. And you see this pass right here from Patrick Mahomes. Beautiful touch pass to Noah Gray for a nice game. Now, it's important to note the guys were in shorts for what they call a 10-10-10 practice, which means 10 reps for the first, second, and third teams on both sides of the ball after going for in pads for a few days in a row to get things started. They get the off day on Friday. Now, Andy Reid's camps are hard, but he also knows how and when to throttle up and down for these guys. This is an encouraging play from Gray, who is, as I mentioned, competing with Jody Fortson, Blake Bell, and a couple of other guys for a key roster spot for that backup or number three tight end spot behind Travis Kelsey. The next play I want to discuss, I don't know how else to describe this, but it's the perfect training camp highlight for so many reasons. Uh, Sky Moore, the rookie second round pick for the Chiefs, takes in this long touchdown pass from Patrick Mahomes. You can hear the crowd. Everybody's excited. Perfect throw. Hits him in stride. Uh, Everybody's cheering. And then there's a good number of us that kind of pause and wonder where the hell the defense was on that play. I mean, Sky Moore is pretty wide open. Are you happy about the touchdown? You know, perhaps the play design was great and it confused the defense. Or are you terrified that the defense can't cover anyone? There's a lot of context here when you watch these plays that only the players and coaches really know about. But it's plays like this that make me laugh because you'll see if people are hopefully optimistic or fearfully worried, depending upon how they want to view that play. Uh, Maybe it tells you something about yourself. I don't know. Pretty deep here on KCSN Update today. But I always like to see the guys celebrating successes, uh, except in the moments that I don't. So let me know if you think great play, bad defense, combination of both. It's the fun thing about camp. All right, moving along. Check out this play right here. Patrick Mahomes hitting rookie Isaiah Pacheco, that guy again, uh, down the right sideline for a deep gain on a shoot or a wheel route. Uh, Somebody smarter than me can let us know in the comments what they want to call that route. Uh, But they flooded that area, got Pacheco, who we already know is an explosive player and considered the fastest or one of the fastest running backs in the entire draft last year. Chiefs got him in the seventh round. And on this play, they got him matched up on a linebacker running down the field. But what's most impressive is the ability Pacheco showed to catch the ball in traffic with a defender on him. Now, that's not bad coverage from the six foot four, 243 pound linebacker Mike Rose. Uh, But the guy who was six inches shorter and 30 pounds lighter made a contested catch on him. And that is a great sign to see. And Pacheco honestly might be the player I'm most excited to watch in the preseason as we sit here today for all the reasons we've already talked about and how deep that running backs room is and knowing Pacheco's number three, number four, where does he fit in with some of those other veterans, McKinnon, uh, Ronald Jones and Clyde Edwards, he All right. And our last clip is definitely something you love to see Frank Clark, Carlos Dunlap and George Karloftis talking and working together after practice. Uh, We've seen this with Frank already throughout camp uh, working with the young guys, but getting Dunlap out there on his first day, something you just love to see these guys getting after it, working together and kind of building that camaraderie that camp's all about. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, finally, let's check out today's pressers where Steve Spagnolo, the Chiefs defensive coordinator, spoke to reporters about what he's seen and what he's liked over the first few weeks of camp. Yeah, listen, Mike is one of those guys. I think I've said this before about Mike. He's as solid as you get in all facets, you know, physicality, you know, being in the right place, knowing exactly what to do. He's a pro. Uh, Turk's the same way. We got a few guys like that. And as many guys as we think can help us out on the field, we're going to try to find some ways to get him in there. And we've always been on a rotation deal with the with the D-line, so I don't think that will change. We do that just to make sure that they're all aware that nothing's won right now. Nothing's carved in stone right now in terms of who's playing where and what. Now, we'll, we'll eventually get there, but, you know, and the other thing is when, you, when you're uh, at any position, when you're maybe playing with the third group and all the thir third group guys are all young, it doesn't go off quite as smooth, you know what I mean? So sometimes we put him at the first group to see how he functions when everybody's functioning fast. You're working with Nick. You know, and so that's a reason why we put Jalen up there a little bit to see what he thinks. Like. I, th I thought he's had two really good practices. I mean, he, if you were you in yesterday in the indoor there, the first couple of snaps there, I thought he did a really nice job in coverage. And he's come along. He was, uh, he was kind of a slow mover early. I think he's kind of figuring out that that doesn't really work at this level. So you got to practice everything fast. I mean, I listen. I think he's listen. He's done it for a long time, and the system he was in in Cincinnati all those years was kind of conducive to him. Mike Zimmer had him for a long time and what they were doing, it was a four down uh, system, call it what you want. I mean, we're multiple now, so we're in a couple of different things, but I think he functions well outside. I, we talked to him about playing inside. We'll see where that goes. I'm not really sure. I want to get him comfortable at one spot first. Uh, but again, I go back to the length and he knows how to get to the quarterback. I mean, sometimes that's just innate. I always say 70% of pass rushes uh, want to. Great job. I, I think he's done an outstanding job. Um, now we'll probably move him around a little bit too, um, but we need to get him settled in a spot eventually. I think he's competed really well with a bunch of really good veteran wideouts we have. Uh, and when the thing I like about Trent is when it hasn't gone great for him, he's not one of those guys that sticks his head in the sand. He's a bounces right back up. That's a good quality. Yeah, you just, you just never know. Like every veteran is not a vocal lead. I don't know that about Carlos yet. Like I. I don't know if he's the silent assassin leader or if he's the vocal leader or if he just leads by example. I mean, we'll figure that out. I don't, I don't know him well enough. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out, though. Frank uh, is really taking it upon himself this year to be that kind of guy. Now, what that tells me when George is saying that is that he's, uh, he wants to receive that kind of information. Now, and he, if he's talking about it, that means he enjoys it. 
you know, some guys don't. Every personality is different. But uh, George is a sponge. He does that with everything. He's over there asking me questions. He's asking Joe questions. He's asking Terry questions. Every vet that he can. Uh, he'll, he'll text Coach Cullen questions. I mean, that's pretty good pretty good trait right maybe he's texting frank questions too i don't know he does he I mean, he looks lean right now um but listen frank i've always said this about frank he's powerful from here down um way back when when i was in philadelphia we had a guy by the name of hugh douglas now hugh was thicker than than frank but i always would watch Hugh, and i just felt like the reason he was such a good player was because of how strong he was from here down not necessarily what he had up top and so even though frank may look a little light his long arms and his explosiveness from the hips down i think he still has that when george says that i mean i'm being honest i don't know that i don't see that i mean i take george at his word that frank's talking to him but i i can't recollect back in other years i mean we had uh i mean when mike dana came in here you might want to ask mike mike when you came in as a rookie was frank the same way with you as he is to george right now so i don't i let the players roll on that i think in some ways because they're there's a little bit more pressure, right? There's people watching. Um, they know that every other team has got an eyeball on them. Um, and anytime we can put pressure on these guys, in my opinion, it's a good thing. So I value the preseason games. In terms of a couple of different goods, you know, good physically, but you're going to have, you want to be able to tell that and what you and I were talking about. The mental part of it, I always test, you guys don't always see the walkthroughs we do. I call them ACTs, uh, alignment, communication, and technique. I do them fast. Uh, now we got, just some managers running around, but I, per I do them fast on purpose because I'm looking at them and seeing how fast they're thinking. To do a walkthrough as a slow deal, I don't, I don't get any feedback out of that. So we're always testing them that way too. Also joining Spagnuolo on the podium was the Chiefs right tackle, Andrew Wiley. Here's what we heard from Wiley. Uh, no, not really. Um, nothing's ever guaranteed, uh, especially on this team with the amount of skill we have in the O-line room. Um, so there's competition every day, even if it's uh, even if it's not what it seems. Um, that's what it is to me. I'm, I'm very comfortable out there. Um, now I'm just taking this time in camp to um, kind of add more to the right tackle game, switching up sets, um, just getting more comfortable. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's a comfortable position for me. Well, it's awesome, man. It's completely different energy out there with Orlando, man. He is uh, he is a big source of energy on the O line uh, and the team. So you know, it's great having him back. Can you elaborate on that? Why is he a big source of energy? What you see from him? Uh, you guys see, I mean, he's literally huge, and then he's always smiling. You know what I mean? So, um, and he's talkative. He brings, I mean, he does that. He, he vocalizes in the huddle. Uh, he gets everybody's energy up, um, kind of like the Travis Kelsey type that's been doing it for years. So, um, yeah, he's just a great source of energy on the offense. You know a lot more what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, I, I was, uh, in that game, I was just playing guard on the outside, you know, type of thing. Where now, uh, you know, my game has a lot more to it out at right tackle. Like I just kind of mentioned, switching up sets. Um, you know, I can see the defense a lot better now, too. So uh, I've grown a lot out at right tackle, and it's very comfortable for me. You no, know, I still work both guard and tackle in the offseason. You know, I try to be uh, that versatile piece uh, that I kind of always have been here. Um, so I don't stop working on my guard reps, um, and I, st I continue to work on the left side as well. So um, the offseason for me is always kind of the same, working guard and tackle. Yeah, those young guys are grown now, and, uh, and they're good football players. So, um, and we brought back a lot of the – I mean, we got a lot of the same guys in the room. Um, and now it's just an older room. And so um, we're expecting to go out there and kick a lot of ass this year. And uh, we've got a great O-line. Not really. Uh, nothing. You know, I've always kind of had the same routine uh, nutritionally and then, and then training-wise. Um, it's just now that I, I do different things when I train uh, that are position-specific. Um, 
but no, not really nutritionally. And, you know, I just kind of take the same same stuff in the offseason. Still a weird feeling. Like, you know, I kind of started noticing it last year when we had that, you know, big overhaul of new guys on the O-line. And it was just kind of me and Mike Remmers and Nick Allegretti. You know what I mean? So um, still kind of a weird feeling being that vet in the room. Um, but we got a bunch of vets in there. So, you know, it's, it's not nothing too crazy. No, I mean, it was kind of implied that I'd be out at tackle this year, um, at least from my understanding. But... Um, you know, I just I take it as kind of a personal responsibility to be able to, to continue to do both guard and tackle. Um, but yeah, I guess it was implied that I, I would be playing tackle, and I, I, spent, I did spend a majority of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm very critical, uh, as we all are in the O-line room, um, as is Coach Heck when, when he's critiquing us. So um, there's a numerous amount of things that I continued in the offseason to work on and still working on every day in camp, uh, staying square, shooting the right hand, you know, specifically targeting uh, the part of the body that you want to punch. Um, but yeah, very, very critical of ourselves as we all are in the line room. Last, but certainly not least, here's rookie receiver Sky Moore taking to the podium and easing everyone's concerns. Not that we didn't see it on those highlights, but talking about his minor tweak with his hip that caused him to miss a little bit of practice a few days ago. Yeah, I just, it was a one-on-one rep. I just kind of like tweaked it a little bit, fell in an awkward way. And I'm cool now, but it, it was just a minor tweak. It really just, I, I haven't really done it too much in, in game in in college so uh it's really just getting a getting a feel for when i can take it when i can when i got a fair catch and just doing the fundamentals of catching the punt so it's going good though i've always been that type of player just to you know that's like at the beginning stages of coming in i feel like always is the jet sweeps i'm always getting the jet sweeps so it's not new for real. i like i like getting you know just getting the ball fast the faster you can get the ball the faster you can make something happen with it so that's what i like about those plays uh, it's going to be a process because it is a complex offense, but like it's starting to click, you know. So like everything, I feel like everything in this offense, like it are is counters. Like we run this play, and this play is a counter to that play, you know. So like once you get like the basics of everything, it starts to click a whole lot faster. Not just Pat, but for all the quarterbacks, just getting that timing and being able to translate that into uh, a game day feeling, you know. Is very is very important. So just any deep ball connection is is a is a plus out here. That's like with Pat, you ain't you're not getting underthrown here. So you know we're just a bunch of minions out there running. Really everybody, I lean on the whole room. Just if I got a question, everybody's open to answer, and we all bounce bounce each other's ideas off each other. So you know Juju, MVS, McCole, Cornell, like everybody, we're we're just helping each other. Is you know it's just like I feel like just. You know, you once it's in the air, you just gotta keep your eyes on it and just look it in. That's all. That's all it is. Just anybody, not just Pat. It's just every when every any time the ball's in the air, it's it's about concentration. So it's been it's been going decent for me. Yeah, it's it's hard to have that type of moment like while I'm playing, but like when I go back home and I like see a video or something, I'll be like, dang, like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a lot. I mean, I've been trying to like duck off a little bit while I'm at camp, but. You know, when I do look at my phone, I, I see what's going on. And, and, it, and it's, I'm getting a lot of, uh, you know, praise. Before I came here, I knew Travis was like he's the best tight end in the league. But now I'm seeing why. You know what I'm saying? It's about how patient and savvy he is through his route running. And he's very smart. So it's like he's not really working too much harder. He's working smarter. He's knowing like, oh, there's a dude out there. I'm going to give a move this way and then just hook up. You know, so it's like. It's a it's a knowledge the knowledge that he has about the game makes him an even better route runner. Yeah, like I said, it was just you know just that was another another opportunity for me to see what he likes and see how he operates. You know, so 
it was very beneficial just to just to like go into his workspace. And you know, I, I went to I went to Dallas. That's where, you know, that's where he's from. So it was it was very beneficial. All right. I love Sky Moore's comments right there on Travis Kelsey and what it means to be around a professional for a young player like Sky Moore to be around Kelsey, see the way he goes about his business, the way that he perfects his craft, and that it doesn't just happen for him to go out there and have that success. That is huge. That's it for today's KCSN update. We appreciate you for watching and listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and please leave a comment or a review. We appreciate your support and us trying something new in this new and different in this space with KC Sports Network. And we know it's just one place uh, among many that you can go to get great Chiefs news and updates. We appreciate your support. But until next time, everyone, I'm BJ Kissel for KCSN Update and everybody at KC Sports Network. Please be kind to one another.